Hi guys and welcome back to the All Job Podcast. Thank you guys so much for choosing to listen to me today and for all of you that listened to episode one, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. All your kind words were so well received and I hope you enjoy this episode just as much. And so let's get into it. Competition. I honestly had to think long and hard about how I was going to talk about this topic because competition means different things to different people and everyone has their individual reasons for being competitive. But actually, I think I'll start by saying that being competitive is good because it's important to be ambitious and want to progress in your career. However, the point is that this must be done in a respectful way. But then also, while there is that focus on how you as an individual can progress and that focus on bettering oneself, we have to understand that we need people to succeed. And I think of that scripture that says, iron sharpeneth iron, and practically, at work, we can't come up with all the ideas on our own and we can't carry the workload on our own. And actually, fun fact, the word competition comes from the Latin word competir, which means to strive together. So actually, there's an element of teamwork in competition that cannot be ignored. And so I believe competition works better when we work with our colleagues and not against them. That meaning then, if you see that your colleague is good at something, or they have attributes that you admire, learn from them, ask questions, ask them to help you. Allow yourself to learn from the people around you and be challenged by their growth in a way that pushes you to better yourself. And when people come up with new ideas and new ways of doing things, please don't be that person that says, this is how we've always done it here. We've always done it this way. Don't be that person. Have an open mind, have a growth mindset, be open to change, let other people's creativity and ideas challenge you to want to think of new ideas and be creative. And while these are examples of being competitive in the right way, the flip side of that then is being competitive in the wrong way. And I guess my example from episode one pretty much sums that up. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you do. But from my experience, when people engage in such behaviour, it's usually rooted in a feeling much deep within. And again, I thought about the different feelings that could result in such behaviour and I settled on the feeling of being overlooked. And so we're going to look at the story of a guy named Iliab who dealt with this. And then at the end, I'm going to share some tips. And so Iliab's story starts when the prophet Samuel came to his father's house to pick the next king of Israel. And Iliab was the eldest son of his father, so he was first brought before Samuel. And by way of custom, Iliab would have been naturally the first choice from amongst his family to be chosen as king. And actually Samuel himself thought that Iliab was the natural choice because the scripture tells us that Samuel looked at his strength and looked at his appearance and determined that he was fit to be king. However, the Lord looked at Iliab's heart and the Lord said to Samuel that while you look at his strength and you look at his appearance, I have looked at his heart and I have rejected him. And so the story goes on and we later learn that his youngest brother, David, was crowned king. Now that must have been really difficult for Iliab. He must have felt overlooked and that feeling of not being good enough could have slowly began to creep into his heart at that moment. And truthfully, his feelings were justified. 
However, the one thing that we learn from his story is that how he chose to deal with it was wrong. For example, at some point we are told that Eliab's heart burned in anger towards David and this caused him to belittle David and he did this by making it seem like the work that David did was less important in comparison to what he did. And so there was an element of competitive behaviour that was birthed from his initial feeling of being overlooked. And so for us then, while I'm focusing on feeling overlooked, I acknowledge that there are other feelings that can cause people to engage in competitive behaviour of this sort. However, whatever the feeling is, introspection is so important because these feelings and these emotions left unchecked can affect the way we behave and engage with our colleagues and cause us to be competitive in a situation where it might not even be necessary. And actually, the one thing that really stood out to me when I read this story was the fact that, unknown to Iliab, he was once an option. The Lord did consider him to be king, but then the Lord saw something within him that caused him to reject him. And that really made me think about the number of opportunities that we could have once been considered for at work, but knowledge of our attitudes or knowledge of our behaviours caused people to not want to give us the opportunity in the end. And actually, if there's one thing that I have learned from my time in the industry, it is that if people are overly competitive to the point that their behaviour starts to have an adverse effect on the rest of the team, For example, let's say during a team presentation, if a person makes it a point to speak over their colleague or butt in where their colleague is speaking because maybe in their opinion their colleague isn't delivering the point quite right, those kinds of behaviours do not go unnoticed and when it comes to choosing somebody for an opportunity, those things are taken into consideration. And so it's important to be self-aware and know what drives your behaviour so that there will never be a situation where you are not chosen for an opportunity because of it. However, as I said in the beginning, being competitive is not a bad thing and there are many benefits to being competitive. And so, here are my top three tips to get it right. So tip number one, be proactive. Being proactive is a really great way to stand out at work. If you see that there's a project or a piece of work that needs to be done, be willing to put yourself forward to work on it. And likewise, if there is a particular process or way of working that can be updated, again, put yourself forward to help make things more efficient for you and your team. Because these are the kinds of things that get you noticed by your manager. And honestly, this is something that has really worked for me in my career. However, I know that it can sometimes be difficult to take on all of these extra responsibility and feeling like you're not getting the pay or the recognition for it. But one thing that I can say is that for me, the work that I did, did speak for me when it came to asking for the recognition that I wanted. And so I think it's important to not allow things such as money to stop you from taking on more responsibility at work because no matter what, no experience is wasted and whatever you do and the projects you get involved in will be great experience for you to point to when it comes to applying for other opportunities, be it in the organisation that you're currently in or in a new organisation. My second tip is that where there are opportunities at work that you might be interested in applying for, but you might not feel like you have the right experience to do the job, 
don't let that stop you. My advice is, if you can tick off at least five things on that job description, then just go for it. Honestly, it's one of the best ways to get yourself in front of key hiring managers and to understand what they're looking for from somebody at that level. And importantly, it's a great way for you to talk about all of the things that you have worked on in the organisation with key managers, especially if they wouldn't have known that you had worked on it. And even if you don't get the opportunity at this stage, they are more likely to remember who you are or consider you for another opportunity than if you hadn't interviewed at all. And if you are somebody that doesn't naturally enjoy interviewing, this is a great way to continue to develop that skill so that when it comes to interviewing for a role that you might really want and be well suited for, you'll feel more confident in your ability to just smash it. And my last and final point is to take ownership of your own career development. Now, while I know there is some responsibility on your organisation to develop your career, you cannot leave the responsibility of this solely to them. You must find ways to continue to develop yourself, sharpen your skills and stay up to date with the changes and trends in your industry. And one of the best ways of doing this is by attending events and going to talks that pertain to the industry that you are in. And there are so many great networking events on LinkedIn. And actually, building a network is really important because it's a great way to have people to brainstorm ideas with and to get a feel for what other organisations may be doing that you can then bring as a suggestion to your own organisation. Also, sign up to newsletters read articles that are relevant to your industry and if you come across an article or you read something that you think is really interesting why not share it with your team and especially if that is not something that you usually do within your team why not be the one to do it and actually by doing that that is a great way to show your manager that you are a team player but it will also cause you to stand out and so it's a win-win situation and so guys, those are my top three tips. Let me know if you have any other tips that have worked for you and let's get this conversation started. And for everyone that has DM'd me about episode one, I'm gonna be doing a bit of an informal get to know me session on my Instagram page. And so I'm gonna be answering some of your questions then. And also I will talk a bit about Orgel, the podcast, all of those fun things. So make sure you're following my pages at the Orgel podcast. So that's at the O-O-J-O podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And lastly, make sure your notifications are all turned on so you know when I'm dropping an episode next. But until then, make sure you send me in some of your tips and hashtag work at God's standard. <laughs>